I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. All righty, here we are. How's everybody doing? Hey there. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. I guess you can say tuning in. I know that's on the radio, but thanks for listening. Thanks for following. <laughs> Whatever button you hit to get here, Good however point. you heard yes. about us. True. We're glad you're here. If you're listening to us for the first time, thanks. Yeah. If this is your hundredth time listening to the same episode, <laughs> we're glad you're you're listening. How how was your week? Very busy. Extremely busy week. So it's just nice to to be here hanging with you, your week. Uh busy and it, I hope as we go through these episodes, we want to be as genuine as we possibly can. So with that in mind, it's it's been it's been a crazy week. It, it really has it really, been. There's been stress. There's Should been, we just tell them, let's just like, you know, bear it all here right now. So, you know, t- today's episode is on productive conflict. So last night we were... Working on an outline for what we were going to talk about today. Yes. And, uh, you know, when it comes to arguing, because that's what we're going to talk about today. So this is so fitting. Uh, we had an argument about we, we arguments. We had an argument about talking about productive conflict. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we both had different expectations. Yes, and, which we touched on in yeah, the foreign language exactly. last, on yeah. last episode. Oh, yeah, we, we were definitely not talking each other's uh, languages last no. night. We were just trying to just figure things out, and I mean, it was so funny. And I was then when trying we realized- to figure out how to do sign language, possibly. <laughs> I was going, whatever I could do. I know you were feeling the same thing. And again, uh, as you're listening to this- It's just being real. It's just, it's just being real, because- like we said, when we sit down with couples in the past, and they come in and they're arguing. We say, well, let's keep that up. Let, let's talk ab- about that. The plus is, for us, is because we have learned each other's foreign language, like we touched on the last episode. We've navigated to literally sit down today mm-hmm. and record this episode. Yeah. Even though we had a disagreement, and, and it's not... Ours is not never yelling or screaming. That's not what we're saying. But it, we just, we were very. <laughs> well, um, I mean, even if it was, it, it, wasn't, some people, right. everybody, yeah, that, yeah. everybody has different ways of getting there. I, I understand that. But the whole point was we were able to navigate that mm-hmm. because we we know what it feels like to be emotionally disconnected. We touched on that in the last episode. Yeah. When you don't feel like you're heard, when you don't feel like you're seen. And we have we have a little phrase that we use all the time, I'm for you and you're for me. Mm -hmm. That's our baseline. Yes. I think you touched on this the last episode where you said you understand that we don't have to think alike. Right, but we have to think together. And Mm -hmm. that's where we got back to. And we continually remind ourselves, another phrase you may have heard us say before as well, is the problem can never be bigger than the relationship. Right. Because it's like a scale. Mm -hmm. And when those scales get unbalanced, that's when... You become selfish. That's when you start attacking. If you would do this, and and like I said, fortunately we we have the tools in our toolbox to know how to navigate that. Yes, and that's why we're here yeah. doing the podcast because we you know we want to share what's worked for us. We're exactly. not saying it's the end all be no, all, but no. we're just saying, hey, you know these things have worked for us, so let's talk about it. So with that in mind, 
so this let, episode, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about productive conflict. Productive co- conflict. And with that in mind, so throw this thought out there to you as you're listening to us go back and forth here. What if arguing can teach you something about your spouse you didn't know before? Mm-hmm. Or what if arguing and disagreements could draw you closer? And I really think those were the questions we started to ask ourselves when we would, you know, when you, it's, it's interesting when you're in an argument, it's one thing, but then when you hopefully find the resolve and you step back and reflect on the right. argument, you find that there are a lot of nuggets there that you can go back and recognize things that your spouse was telling you about themselves, things that maybe you didn't even know before. And with that in mind, I know you, you've been writing about conflict, and I was wondering if you could share that little yeah, thing yeah. that you wrote. Yes, I do. But I want to go back to that thought in, after I read this about learning, because what you said really triggered something for me in a positive way. So, okay. So I have this written down so that I would make sure to get it across to you that, so you can understand it. Conflict can arise from differences both large and small. Sometimes these differences appear trivial, but when a conflict triggers strong feelings, a deep personal need is often at the core of the problem. Yes. And sometimes those deep personal needs may not even have anything to do with your spouse. Right. That's that's what's really interesting, right? Yes. so before before you go, on, I know I know where you're headed, but I think that really goes back to as people are hearing this, as we read those first statements, what if argument and disagreements could draw you closer? Mm-hmm. That we want you to understand again. These are these are what we've deemed our definitions. Everybody has different ones. Again, sure. there are a lot of great people, but we believe there's a difference between arguing and fighting. Mm-hmm. Because an argument, again, if you go into adding again that word that we're introducing today, productive conflict, it's an opportunity to learn something about your spouse you didn't know versus having a fight that has a winner or a loser. Right. So I think that's important for you to have that in your mindset as we're going through today's episode of what. And we're going to give you some more definitions in a minute. So, But with that being said, talk about the journey of what it looks like as you first get married, the differences, the yes. what, what that looks like. Touch on that just for a minute, second for me. So Rob and I were talking earlier today, and you know, I started thinking about the relationship that begins in marriage and how unique it is to you at that time. So for some of you guys who've been married a long time, think back, you know, to those early days, those early weeks of marriage, like, you know, you're green. That's what the, that little old saying, you're, you you just, we really don't know anything, right? We're just walking into this relationship, trying to figure things out. And I think a lot of that is because we've never been in a relationship like this before. Think about it. Mm. Whatever family you came from before you married, like you, you understood relationship from the standpoint of parents, yes, siblings, yes. whoever raised you, the family dynamic, but but now you're married and you have a spouse. I'm married. Completely. Remember we used to say yeah, that? Like, the first year, like, I'm married. We're married. Wow, this is wild. Yeah. yeah can you believe we're married? Yes. You know, we say that. We even now tease that, you know, we still to this day will make statements like yeah, that. Yeah, if you just, just recently got married, I'm sure the first time you said, I'd like to introduce you to my husband, or this is my wife. That's like, 
what? I know it's a wild ride. It, it, it's you know, a it's, wonderful, it's, but it it's yeah, it's completely unique in that moment. And so I'm just thinking that yeah, you've never been in a relationship. So you don't have a grid. You don't have a plan necessarily. You will have preconceived ideas. You'll have mm. expectations. You'll have even assumptions, hopes, dreams, whatever it may be about what you think you're walking into that you really won't know until you start living it. Again, we introduced the concept last week of the daily I do's. That's mm-hmm. that's when everything starts it, it, it gets real. Yes. I mean, th- this person is, you're going to wake up with this person every day. Yeah. I mean, because that's our goal. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, I understand things happen in different situations, but our goal is when we say the I do is, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's good. So what, what would you say, what, what do you think causes arguments? Okay. So in general terms, an argument occurs when individuals either misunderstand one another or they have understood each other correctly, but they really don't don't like what they just heard. You know, I mean, really, right. it's only two ways that it can go, right? Either, right. oh, I, I didn't understand that, or, oh, I understood that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we tested on that with the foreign language, and we want you, we want to challenge you with understanding that if you know the button to push on your spouse to get an argument going, mm. that's something that you have thought about. You can teach your heart and your mind how to re-engage. Again, we touched on this before, hitting that pause button. Because you recognize when, I mean, we, <laughs> again, don't hear us laughing about it because our argument what last night was in, was intense and we recognized we were going there. I'm, I'm. I'll be really transparent. I was trying to process my words, trying to figure out what a what emotion I was dealing with, and I really didn't get even clarity on it until a little bit this morning when I was driving to work, thinking about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then, being totally transparent, we talked about it literally before we sat down to record this episode tonight. And the more we talked about it, the more we stay engaged. Something I thought I'd said, I said, and you go, oh, I needed to hear that. In my mind, I thought I'd said that. So you've got to keep talking. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need, again, we touched on that, I process, I need time. Yes, but I you, mean, even last night, you know, you <laughs> when we were in the middle of all that, you said, what do you need from me right now? And I said, it. I really need for us to just stop talking about it <laughs> and maybe take a break and let's watch some TV. Right. You know, so we gave each other some space. space. Yes, to process on our own, to even just kind of take a break. So I know it sounds like we're talking out of both sides of our mouth because in one one statement we're saying stay engaged, stay engaged, and then I'm saying we took some time. And I think that it's both. I think that there are times that you know when you feel that momentum of like, I really want to stay engaged in this conversation from both both sides. Exactly. And you work through that versus there are times when it's like, let's take a break. Oh, again, you know? you've got to know, we, we test that, you've got to know how to hit the pause button and know when mm-hmm. to step away because you, you don't want to 
get to that place, I think we touched on this last time, where you start throwing the U-bombs, if you would do this and you would change that because that that leads to a fight. It definitely does. Every time because now you've, you've went away from the understanding that I'm trying to learn something about my spouse. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, I just, like you said in the statement earlier, I didn't maybe didn't like the answer. Right. Right. There are times when, right, we're not going to like the answer. I was thinking, you know, in in life as a couple, you're going to have things that you agree upon, mm-hmm. things that you disagree with. You're going to have things that hopefully provoke thought to make you think, hmm, I never thought about it that way. Like a healthy dose of curiosity. That's what I was thinking. It's really, it, it's wonderful for a marriage because if you can see that maybe you don't agree. I, I think of us as a couple from the be- beginning. There there were things that it's like, I don't know if I think the same way as he thinks about that, you know? But I did allow myself to be open to the thought of, but let me think about the way, you know, I, when you would say something, let me think about the way Rob's saying that. I'm going to try to be open to that and really process it. You know, because it's interesting when you're growing up in a home, you you have these unspoken rules. Sure. There are unspoken rules that you've learned in the house you were raised in by the people some you are good, around. Some bad. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, and so you Especially when it comes to arguing. Yes. And so you're still, you know, you're you're living with those, but now here you are as a couple, and this is your chance to develop what you as a couple, and, and we if say you that have all the time to our on, couple. You, as you a get family to choose will. what type of uh-huh. relationship you have. Yeah, absolutely. We it, this hit us. We we celebrate two days uh, for us as far as uh, an anniversary. Obviously, we got married on August the eighteenth. That's a huge day for us. Mm-hmm. But we actually know the first day that we met. That's around the corner, April the twelfth. Yes. So we've been married for 32 years, and you said this earlier, but it's a totally different relationship than you've ever had before. There comes that place where you, we have now been married longer than we were single. Mm-hmm. We have more invested in each other than in any other person that walks the planet. True. And and that takes time. I, I, I've got this written down. You know, and going back to the point that you made, I, we have a tendency and we want to a, avoid disagreement. But any relationship, marriage, family, friends that has any depth is going to go through disagreements. Yes. But going back to what you said earlier, it does change when it's a husband and a wife, when it's a spouse, because you have such, there's such depth, hopefully, that is being developed and you've built up enough in your emotional tank to draw on those good times again, I'm for you, you're for me. Even if even if you even if we have an argument and we don't get it 100 percent right, I know you're for me. Yes, we took a little evaluation just a second ago before we got on, and we answered true to all of them. And it was basically like, do you consider me your best friend? Can you talk to me? Those things that we've developed over time are super super important. Yes, and and I think. Going back to what you said a while ago about having a tendency to want to avoid disagreements. Growing up in Christian households, um, I know that you've been really honest about how you, you know your dad could 
really get Ra- angry, rage. you know, and, and, but in, in a lot of Christian homes, parents never let their children see them mm. argue because it seems like such the Christian thing to do. You're sheltering them. But what it has done is created a generation of people who are afraid to argue. Mm. Or if arguments even come, it feels so scary, you know, because it's like, I, I don't know what this looks like. I don't know what to do. And am I going to sin if I say certain things? You know, it's just some wild, you can have some really... Well, strange it, thoughts due to that versus if you if you had parents who argued and this and is brought resolve this concept really that we're helpful. touching on right now is generational habits. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, yeah, touch on that just for a second. I think that helps when it comes to arguing to understand how that's formed. Go right ahead. Understanding that how you saw somebody argue, the first person you saw was your mom, your dad. Oh yes, yes, yes. 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 Okay, yes, very much so. I think that uh, if, like for me, the first man in my life is my father. And so as I watched him through life, of course, for me, that's like how a man acts, what he thinks, uh, even in arguing, you know, uh, learning how to argue with my dad because he was my first example. Same thing for a man with his mother, if they argued what that looks like. Or a man, how they saw their father act. Oh, These yeah, that too. Behaviors. Sure, Absolutely. all of this is all generational. That's what we're talking yes. about. And so then when you approach, like when I married Rob, well, Rob's not my dad. So I'm going to treat him in a way that's different because simply he's not my father. Right. You know, and but it, it is interesting how that we have that mind mapping in us mm. and we default back to those things or even expectations or whatever, you know, for, based on what we first saw when we were children. And, you know, it, it creates um, expectation. Absolutely. So let's, as we were talking about productive conflict, let's let's define a little bit of what the word productive looks like. So a productive mindset is this. People have, people with a productive mindset tend to anticipate roadblocks and begin working on solutions in advance. Yes. So I think that's super important. Again, I, again, we touched on this before. It's that small turn of the dial, that small tweak. That's why adding that word productive in front of your the word conflict, understanding as, as what Robin said in the beginning of the episode, it this is an opportunity to learn something about your spouse if you can change your mindset on your disagreements into an opportunity instead of a fight, this it can be a game-changing moment mm-hmm. in your life. And to have productive conflict, I mean, let's just be honest, we, we're all going to have a lot of unproductive conflict sure. to learn from that. And But we can't avoid it. That's what I said earlier. We, there's that tendency to want to avoid conflict because of how it makes us feel, and then going back to your point that what I saw growing up, mm-hmm. I don't want that feeling. I don't want to, again, if you don't mind me sharing, early on when we would have some arguments and you would start to raise your voice, mm-hmm. even though you weren't yelling or screaming at me, it would trigger me because that's what my dad did. Sure. And then when you started recognizing that, you said, am I doing that? <laughs> Do I? And I said, that's how it makes me feel. I, you're not yelling or screaming, but I pre- I told you I appreciate you letting me share that 
Yes. And you, that's something you worked on to be aware of. Yes. It's not walking on eggshells. That's not what oh, we're no, talking about. No, it's just being aware and trying to change that because I didn't want you to experience me in that way. Exactly. You know, and I think, wow, talking about some brave things to do, you know, if you really want to get to some bare bones things, sit with your spouse and and ask them, how do you experience me? How do you experience me when we argue, when, when we're in tough places? You know, what does that look like? And I'm telling you, I mean, it, you got to keep those walls down and be vulnerable in those moments. And, and you can't become defensive. No. Because and to share it in kindness if you're the person that's getting ready to answer the question. Exactly. But again, arguments, opportunity to learn something about each other. This came to really a head for us five or six years ago when we were we were having an argument. We were sitting across from each other, and I looked at you, and we knew we were in the midst of it. And I looked at you, and I said, "Thank you for staying engaged during this tough conversation." Yes. And I said, "I never had that as a kid. I never saw that modeled for me." And of course, some of you know me. I was crying at this point, of course. <laughs> but we literally now in. I'm going to say it on air here. Thank you for staying engaged earlier yesterday and today. And I appreciate our ability to talk through those situations, have own, uh, open conversations about that. And and, and again, I want you're you to welcome. see that. Th- yeah, yeah, that thank welcome. you is powerful. We say thank you now at the end of all of our arguments. We do. And thank you. I thank, say that back to you. Yeah. Yes, thank you for staying engaged so that we could get to the uh Resolve. Kind of like to the resolve, yes, to the root. That's what I was thinking too, like getting to the root of like what happened. And some of it we did get, we did figure out and get to resolve. There were other things that's like, you know, I'm not really sure. And those things are okay too, because you just leave it open to see, you know, a lot of that comes from just prayer, asking the Lord, hey, help me to understand that more and help me. And that goes back to that deep need yes. that you were talking about at the beginning. Yes. When we talk about that, there are unmet needs that are deep needs. There that, are things that are there that we've forgotten. It could go all the way, way back, back to when we we're kids. Who and, knows? And realistically, it probably does. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it when you're, we, we we say this to couples a lot of times, think if you're five or six or seven years old and you're having a moment, your best friend moved away from school and is gone. And if a parent minimizes that and makes that less and, and says, you know, that, that I don't know why you're so upset about that. Or or when you can quit crying, come out of your room. No, I mean, let's be real. No wonder you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old and you don't know how to deal with conflict mm-hmm. because you've never known what it looks like to resolve something. Right. It's true. So, so I think that's super important. So I want to read this. So this is our definition of productive conflict. And we've really been touched on this a lot today. So you learn to listen to each other's concerns. Mm-hmm. You hear the problem honestly, and then you reach a plan of resolution together. Yes. Let me read that one more time. You learn to listen to each other's concerns. Mm-hmm. Keyword is learn. Yes. As Robin said, not not trying to change their concerns, not trying to make them fit how you think it should be. Right. You're listening to their concerns. To their concerns. And you stop talking. Right. Don't interrupt. You're, you're truly listening. You're truly listening. Hear the problem honestly. Again, mm-hmm. like you said, from their perspective, mm-hmm. how they're seeing things. This is not you, foreign language again. This is not your perspective. It's your spouse's perspective. Then reach a plan of resolution together, which can so mean good. talking it out in the moment, knowing to pause, 
Yes. Prom- make the promise. We'll come back and discuss this in just a little bit. Yes. But either way, that's super, super, super important. Because, again, I, I, I said this before, but I'm not sure how you can have a healthy relationship with, without understanding the power of productive conflict. And I think because we love this topic so much, we do want to take our time. And right. I think we're going to make this a two-parter. Yeah. So, so this episode can be part, part one. Part one. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue next week. We're excited to. We've got a little worksheet that we're going to kind of go through. and 10 questions or 10, 10 thoughts. Thoughts. Whatever. I know they're not all questions, but they're they're all really good. And they are uh, thought-provoking, which we love. Right. And so we'll, we'll actually have this even available. Where we're going to have that where just like we did last week with the link, we'll have some type of link at the bottom so mm-hmm. you can print this off, put it mm-hmm. on your fridge. Yes. Be a little little tool for you to have in your toolbox. Yeah, I think that's great. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for listening as always. All righty. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks. You've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts, Robin Robin Atkins. Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at marriageandus underscore podcast and on Twitter at marriageandus. Be a part of the show by calling 615-821-0866 and submit a question. Who knows? You might hear yourself on the podcast. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple.